I can't do it, man. I don't want to. No, he did. That's I want to, dude, if I get old, you know, if I make it to where I'm old enough to where I don't know that I got to go to the bathroom, they just put me in a bathroom and leave me there. Yeah, sit me on that pot naked. Yeah. No shirt, nothing. Yeah, I don't want nothing on. How just, many people it would take to move me around in a nursing home? That'd take like six people. They, they would try to use one of them, you know, trapeze arms that the gymnasts use, you know, that they roll in there and scoop somebody up without a bed. Then I'd break that thing in a heartbeat. But you need a boom lift. Yeah. Like you need a scissor lift. If you I need like a try truck to, crane, I think. They, they would need a, they would need a, like a cable truck to get me out of the bed. <laughs> yeah. They need some chains. They'd have to take the damn roof off. Oh, dude. Little did they know when they got me in there, they weren't going to be able to get me out. Right. <laughs> so it's funny that you said that because I was coming, I think I was coming here last week to record and. There's a uh, plant down near the uh, where the PAR-3 used to be, and I saw this helicopter hovering over a field, and I was like, what the heck is that thing doing? And it was just hovering there. I got closer and realized that they were using a helicopter to put an air conditioning unit on a roof. Oh, dang. I thought, this seems highly expensive and inefficient. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. They charge them, you know, what would normally be about five grand yeah. air con- new air conditioning unit. They charge about 50 for that. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Why don't you just rent a crane? You know, why you got to, who do, who do you even call for some, something like that? Like who's got a helicopter just sitting around at their house? Just like, Hey, what am I going to do today? Where am I going? They're going to fly around and do something. I can go, you know, help put in an AC unit if <laughs> I wanted to. You could, I guess. And Hey, if you got a helicopter and you got it like that, then, you know, do it if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I would find far better things to do with my helicopter. Dude, I would see how fast I could go with it. I'd see if I could make it glitch, you know, and actually you know, hop out of it and hop back in before it fell. <laughs> Call of Duty that bad boy. I was going to say it'd be real quick, you know, a real yeah. quick failure, and I'd die, most likely. Yeah, well, that's one you don't want to mess up. And I think ruin you... a helicopter, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, me dying wouldn't be the big deal. It'd be like, man, that's like a $150,000 helicopter right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. He what... squandered it. Yeah, he did. I don't even know what the market on helicopters looks like and who buys and sells them. I think that's that's a niche market if I've ever seen one. I think we could sell helicopters. I feel like I could sell a helicopter easy. But I feel also like I don't want to ever get in one, so I probably wouldn't be that great of a salesman in it. No, nah, I wouldn't give you a test drive in it. No. Nah. No, I wouldn't want a test drive. I wonder drive what kind of background check you got to have to get those. <laughs> you probably got to be on you know a lot of... You can't be on that no-fly list yeah. for sure. You gotta have a lot of uh, you know, TSA clearance, I think. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I, I've, I've thought that. You know, I mean, all I hear about is you know airports is you know the big ones. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's like six airports around us. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, Oconee, Clemson, tiny one, that one too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like. Well, I'm pretty sure that Oconee and Clemson are the same airport. Oh. Maybe there's only like four. Either way, there's a guy over in Westminster who's got a landing strip in his backyard. He just has a lot of land. Yeah. He was like, man, you know what I could do? I could charge people like 20 bucks to land their plane here. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, and that's and it. That's, that's like tossing up a cell phone tower, dude. dude there's a there's an airstrip over in uh, Tacoa, dude, called Laterno's. Hmm. And I don't even know why it's called that. You just call it the Tacoa Airstrip. People know what you're talking about. Yeah, Laterno around and get out of Tacoa. Yeah. There you go. Nobody wants to be there, I don't think, mm-hmm. ever. I don't. Tacoa is a butthole of a city if I've ever seen one. Yeah, dude, what is Tacoa even doing? 
struggling, I, I, I would imagine know, financially. I, I think that uh, Tacoa was probably in a better position than Westminster. Yeah, dude. Well, and that's that's what I've seen a lot on you know Facebook because we grew up in Oconee County, South Carolina, and uh, you know Westminster kind of shitting the bed on it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they uh, you know they're 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 struggling financially. I heard they got rid of like six cops, so there's right. you know like two no cops left. Yeah, <laughs> so, nobody's protecting the city, nah. and there's you know copious amounts of methamphetamine available oh yeah Dude, i'm pretty sure i saw a stand for it at you know the cash register at the dollar in general i was gonna say i walked into the sphinx the other day and saw them selling it yeah no lie dude they're just starting to post up because no one cares no one cares dude they're like hey you want some meth and like oh i think that's illegal I'm like, yeah it was yeah dude not in this town anything goes over here in meth minster that's it dude know what i'm saying yeah but i think that you shouldn't do meth. No, nah, that's a bad one. I know we talk about drug users on here a lot, and people are like, man, why y'all talk about drug users so much? Well, the fact is, uh, around here in Oconee County, we got a lot of them. A lot of them. You know, I see people daily that I'm like, mm-hmm, ain't no doubt you're doing drugs. Dude, just walk into the Walmart. I ain't talking, I ain't, I ain't even talking about no, you know, light drug. I'm talking hardcore. Yeah. I'm not even talking, you know, smoking some green. Dude, yeah. and what about the people who are like, oh, well, I don't let meth affect me. Or, you know, meth's not going to lead me down another path of drugs. Like, meth's the finish line, I think. Yeah, you know, when whenever you hear, you know, that's the, uh, the D.A.R.E. campaign in elementary school, they're like, you know, just say no to drugs. You know, they're not good for you. And then, you know, you, you always hear marijuana that said 99% of people who try meth once get addicted. Dang, boy. That's real. That's a real statistic. I ain't even making that up. Dude, Normally, you should run to, you know, if that's the percentage on that, you should definitely run to. Trey's not here today, and normally he handles all the the technical aspect of this yeah we wish he was here because we don't know what we're doing yeah dude we're, you know, we're, we're piecing this together like a you know someone who has a, a puzzle piece you just one with about half of them missing no they just had the one just the one puzzle yeah, just piece, a big yeah. ass box and one piece in it yeah we're just trying to figure you know, it out mill away our roundness and figure out how not to set something on fire i think which is probably coming soon to your boys' podcast. We're going to start setting stuff on fire. Or we're not talking arson. We're talking about our things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we, no, no. We're not going to burn anybody's thing. Dang, dude, I got dude. like six Beanie Babies that I want to burn. Dude, I wonder what... I, now, they might be worth some money, man. Man, I've heard that, you know, and, and a lot of people... You know, think that, you know, I, I got this Beanie Baby and I look <laughs> it up on eBay... Man, one's selling for $3,500. You know yeah. what? My Beanie Baby's worth $3,500. Dude, I saw the same Beanie Baby on the same website like six years. Yeah. Yeah. They're not worth that. Right. I'll give you $2 for that Beanie Baby right now. I don't, I don't know. Think, I'm not even a Beanie Baby collector. I probably just burn it. Yeah, I don't even think that uh, Beanie Babies are good investments anyway. Like I know when they came about, everybody was like, "Oh, buy these, save them. They'll be worth money. They'll be like a classic car." Dude, I can't. You know, times get tough. I can't pull a Beanie Baby out of the garage and ride that bad boy to town. You know yeah, what I mean? No. It just don't work. No, nah, man. I, that's you know when you're asking people about their you know financial strategy. You know, some people got an IRA, somebody got a four hundred one k. You know, planning for the future. Just imagine you're in a you know in a room like that. You hear a couple of those answers. They get to you, <laughs> and they're like, "What's your plan for the future, Josh?" Dude, I put all 
all my eggs in one basket. They're, oh man, what is it? You, did you buy? You, you got know, an insider Amazon, tip? Yeah, you, you buy Amazon stock back in 2012? Hell no. I bought like 80,000 Beanie Babies <laughs> back in 96. Yeah, dude. So, you know. Yeah, I'm just waiting on them to cash Dude, in. And not only that, but you remember when McDonald's did the, uh, we'll give you a beanie baby as the toy. For oh, your, yeah. Them little babies. Dude, just uh, imagine how many people are obese now because they wanted tiny beanie babies. Oh, yeah, dude. People would go in there and try to buy those suckers just individually. Yeah. You'd have people walking in being like, yeah, uh, what what can I get you today? And uh, Oh, yeah. You, would you like a Big Mac or maybe, you know, an apple fritter? A little apple pie with a big old sweet tea. Mm-mm. Nah, thank you though. I would want twelve of those tiny beanie babies. I want sixty-five of your small and if little you, Red Bull beanie babies. I was gonna say if you can, please make sure they're all the uh, the American little bear. Yeah, all the one that looks like. Don't a, give me that Mexican bear. Yeah, don't give me the the uh, the Mexican flag one. I don't like that one. Don't give me that bear from. You know, that other country. Give me the bear from America, please. Yeah, America. This is McDonald's. America or Canada. I don't want yeah. that Ugandan bear. Oh, man. And that bear was real, real, you know, he didn't have a lot of stuff in it. In nah, opinion. dude, he was real thin. Yeah. He was a real wispy bear. It's like they basically just cut a napkin yeah. in the shape of a bear and gave that one out as the Ugandan one. Yeah. Also, dude, you better be careful when you're handling that Ugandan one. You better not get him out of his package unless you want to release Ebola in the air. Yeah. That's what they wiped him down with before. And I ain't saying that all Ugandans have Ebola by any means, because I've never been to Uganda. I've also never had Ebola, I don't think. I've had some pretty bad stomach viruses, but, uh, but yeah, I don't think that, uh, that Ugandan bear is really doing anything for anybody. Now, speaking of, you know, viruses and whatnot, have you ever had a, uh, you know, like a real sick time? Mm-hmm. I got, dude, I remember when I, uh, I got sick and I had a headache for like a week. Oh, I remember that. We took you to the hospital. Yeah, dude, I thought I was going to die. Dude. The, I legit the, thought I was going to die. This I was like, fella, this is it. This young fella right here was talking about, you know, telling his whole family he loved them because he thought he was going to die. Yeah, dude, it was, it was that serious. I thought I was going to die. Then, you know, they took me in the, uh, the ER yeah. over there St. Francis and they were like, dude. No, dude, we took him over here to Oconee and the doctor, we took him to the ER and sat there for like four hours you know. with two other people in the ER. So that was the first thing, you know, and the boys had a headache for a week. Yeah, dude, so I, I can't even open my eyes. My head's hurting yeah. so bad. I don't even know where I was. The they could have brings him to the back comes back out to tell you know i think one of one of our parents was back there with you maybe both of them and or maybe maybe my dad came out and told us uh the doctor wants to do josh hadn't been back there for maybe five minutes said let's do a spinal tap on him yeah dude first thing i said to that hell no yeah, <laughs> like oh, it can it can make make you better, you know, make right. your head stop hurting. We think it's meningitis. Yeah, you know the thing we got to do though is we got to stick like a three foot needle in your spine, so yeah. to figure it out. Right. Let's not see what else it could be first. Nah. Let's immediately go ahead and get that you know yardstick of a needle, shove it in between your, your you know your yeah. your spinal cord. Yeah. Suck out some of that bone marrow. Yeah, that was not a good time, up. man. I, we were all pretty upset that day, especially with that stupid doctor. And I don't even know what his name was. Otherwise, we'd shout him out on here. But 
dude, he got a dang, you know, youngster in there and, you know, he's scared thinking he's dying. Dude, I thought I was, I thought I was like halfway dead. I started, you know, telling everyone bye. He did. You know, telling people, you know, what I want them to sell and not to sell of my things. Yeah. Dude, he packed a bag. I did, dude. We don't even know where he was going. Nah, dude, you don't even know. I didn't even know what I was thinking when I packed that bag. You know, I, I think I looked in the, after we got back, you know, yeah. I was good. And, uh, that was a, you know, a longer story than that, but we, we get into that. But when I got back, I looked in that bag, yeah. you know what I packed? Probably some beanie babies. Nah, dude. Nah, not, not one beanie baby. I packed uh. a six pack of paper towels. <laughs> and that was it. That was like, he was, I was like, dude, dude I don't even know what I was thinking. I was out of my mind. You know, man. he wanted to be ready if, you know, the worst came to worst and he did pass away, you know, either tragic, violently. He wanted somebody to be ready with some bounties to kind of clean up. Oh, yeah, dude. It wasn't even bounty. It was in vivas. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody who knows anything about paper towels knows that's the, you know, high class paper towel. Those dude, are that, high dollar. Dude, that'll, you know what, you know what vivas will clean up? Anything, anything, dude. You could you could spray some acid in your eyes and wipe it down with a Viva. You good. perfectly fine. Yeah, you good. Didn't even affect. Not only you. that, dude, but where did this you know eight year old boy, you know, come into you know owning a six pack of Viva paper towels? Dude, I'm pretty sure I stole them from a Walmart when it first started happening. It was like day two. Yeah, me and mom went into Walmart, and I was like, dude, I, I this headache can't get no better. This this is the worst I've ever felt. Yeah, first thought. Better get some paper towels. And not only that, but, you know, this is the worst I've ever felt. So where do we need to go today? The doctor? No. No, hell no, dude. Take me to Walmart. Walmart. We need to go to Walmart. I'm going to go ahead and get me some survival stuff. Yeah. Like I was he... going out in the woods to die. Right. I was going to be like a cat, dude. Yeah. Y'all don't even know. You was going to wake up in the middle of the night about 2 a.m. to come check on me and see my yeah. window open. You'll be gone. Yeah, dude. You're going to see, like, just little pieces of paper towel just leading into the woods. Yeah. Like a cat going out to die. But not know? far away. He was just going to be far enough in the woods to where if he did end up making a mess when he died, it wasn't going to bother anybody. Yeah, too man. Bad. I took all my clothes off and walked in them woods. I shit out there in the woods. Dude, this young fella now came back. Now it just turns out I just shit in the woods for no reason. All over his body, dude. That, that probably was, didn't help any either. No, I don't think it did. I think it actually probably turned a lot of people off from being sympathetic for you. Yeah, dude. My, uh, <laughs> when you told them, hey, I, I took a dump in the woods. Yeah, nobody felt bad after Were that. Were you hunting? Nah, I just went in the woods. No, dude. I thought I was going to die, so I went <laughs> off like a, like a wounded animal yeah. so I wouldn't bother anyone. Well... I'm glad that you didn't die. I'm glad you're still here. Yeah, dude, and still I know kicking that it. There are a lot of times when we were younger that a lot of people in our family thought that I wanted you to die, but I never did. Nah, dude, I just they didn't thought want they, you around all the time. They thought you was going to kill me at some point. Oh, which maybe would have been completely understandable because I was a shit. I'll do. So was I. I was a. I was not a good kid, and I own. You know, I own up to it now. There's not a lot I can do to go back and change it, but nah. You know. At least I know it, you know, so hopefully, so when I see a kid being a, you know, bad kid to another kid, I'm like, hey, you know, take it easy. Yeah. You're going to regret that when you're right. older. You, you're going to look back on it and be like, damn, why was I a shit? Yeah. I do That's that a I lot feel. of times, you know, but luckily we're still here. Uh, you didn't die. It turns out you had. Dude, I had some type of viral infection in yeah. my bloodstream. Yeah, which was like kind of messed up. It wasn't even a bacteria, dude. I don't even know how it got in there. We well, don't even know what it was. They never told me. Yeah. No, but, they never, you know, that's the thing about Oconee, man, is they're not real sharp. So, you know. No, we didn't. No, we got to, we went over to St. Francis. Oh, okay. And that's how, that's when I, you know, went to a, you know, a 
place they knew kind of what they were doing. Right. Not Oconee. Yeah, not Oconee Memorial. They, yeah. They're they owned by the same. Nah, I think same. Now they are, oh. I think. But I don't think they were back then. Back nah, then dude, they you were You know not. what they gave me to make me feel better? Tylenol. Nah, they didn't give me Tylenol. But, Beanie Baby. So I went in. I wish they gave me a Beanie Baby. <laughs> yeah. That would have been better. Or a sucker at the end, you know. Yeah. But I went in and they uh, said, yeah, Josh, you got a viral infection in your bloodstream. So my first thought was, yeah, that shit's sitting up in my brain. I can feel it. Yeah. Like, I know That's it's That's why in my there. head's hurt. Yeah, no, I know that. It's milling about in there, not doing no good for anybody. I was going to say, it's not like a stomach ache. Like, I, I know where it's at. So let's just go in there and yank it out. But they were like, nah, we can give you this shot. Dude, they brought in, it looked like a damn turkey baster <laughs> with about a two-inch long needle on it. Yeah. Slap full of peach jello. Just put it up in you. Dude, it did. It looked just like peach jello. It turns out it was like called Rosefin hmm. or some shit like that. But it was a uh, it was a, a real strong uh, antiviral or antibiotic Dang, or whatever. Man. You know, I don't know what it is. But it, it felt like jello. And when they, uh, they gave me the shot, of course, you know, they were like, mm-hmm, we're going to give it to you in your butt cheek. Oh, man. I said, man, awesome. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, I, I hated shots at the time. Now I'm not really afraid of needles. You know, I don't, no, I don't, dude, really I don't mind getting a shot now, but don't you dare try to stick something in my vein and try to take some of my blood. That's mine. Yeah, nah, my body produced that for me only. Yeah. So they gave this, uh, this shot to me, right? And, you know, you feel that little pinch when the needle goes in you. Dude, I have never felt like the headache was worse. But, dude, it literally felt like they had scraped some, like, grease out of the bottom of yeah. a Burger King broiler yeah, and shot that right in my butt cheek. Dude, Sorry. I felt it going in. Yeah. And it felt like somebody lit a fuse where they <laughs> stuck that needle in my cheek. Yeah. And, you know, like a couple M80s went off in my ass cheek. Oh, dang. Dude, it hurt so bad. That sounds and insane. No, bro. it was, dude. It hurt. And then I got I got real thankful. I was like, man, I'm glad they didn't try to put that in my heart oh, or dang. in my arm, you yeah. know, because it would have felt like I would have probably ripped my own arm off. Yeah. Just to get rid of that. Dude, it's it. tough to rip a butt cheek off, I think. Oh, yeah, especially when you got a little butt like me. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm back there grabbing for air pretty Dude, much. I can't believe we even sitting down right now, boy, without just sliding in the floor. Dude, I sit on my back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even have no That's butt. why I have back problems. But, yeah. dude, what they did was they pumped you full of that stuff, taking out the, uh, you know, the infection in you. Yeah, it did, dude. Just like the coasters did. Take out the papers and the trash. That's enough. That's enough of that. Now, that was probably, that That was the sickest I've ever been, I think. Well, I remember taking you to the uh, to the ER, and I did not like that. Yeah, nah, man. I thought I, thought I was going to die, and you was going to see it. Oh, was, man. Dude, that would have made it ten times worse. That's why I went out in the woods, you dude, know. Dude, that would have messed me up, boy. Not only did I not really want a brother. Nah, hell no, dude. Up until about, you know, probably till I was... Mm, about 21 <laughs> you know about a couple of years ago you was like man he's all right <laughs> no nah, man i remember uh i remember when you was getting born and uh yeah dude i was it was that day we went to the uh august 21st 95 i remember it like it was yesterday your dude. birthday's on the 21st yeah i thought it was the 20th nah, cool. i thought that for a long time actually it's all right it falls on a wednesday it doesn't matter uh but i remember when we took uh, when we went to the hospital for you to get born and, um, 
we was in there and of course man i was you know how old was i five yeah i was five because i hadn't turned six quite yet and um i don't know maybe but uh we we had to go to the waiting room and um dude, nobody wanted to wait with me because i was such a bad kid except nanny and we got a grandma that we called nanny mert because her oh, name yeah, is she's myrtle a saint she Very is, man. Saint. She has put up with so much in her life, you know, with her family, with us. Uh, you know, we don't, that's a whole I don't know how she has killed someone herself. She might have, but we don't know. But yeah. anyway, so she decided she would wait with me in the, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, I remember that I that had baby this, staging area. Yeah. That's what they called it. Yeah. I remember I had this tub of Legos, right, that for some reason... My parents, being the great parents that they are, decided, oh, we got we got the baby bag. We got the car seat. You know, we got Caleb. Also, we're going to get his Legos. So they took my dang Legos. Yeah, for God's sakes, don't forget the Legos. Yeah, because I'd have probably, you distract know, just being kid. a little jerk, I probably would have pitched a fit and, you know, tried to throw something at the new baby. Yeah, dude, me. But, yeah, but uh, so I remember getting those <laughs> Legos, and I couldn't find the, the – this is how vividly I remember – josh's birth date this is the reason it's all behind them legos yeah so i remember going to the hospital i mean i remember being at the hospital not going to it but i remember being there and i don't know if i was acting up or if i was being a little brat or what i was doing but i remember i couldn't find a certain lego that i you know quote air quote needed no you needed that <laughs> shit dude and you i couldn't, couldn't finish find the building it, without next it. thing i and this tub was probably a you know, a one foot cube, right? So it's a foot by yeah. a foot by a foot. Yeah, I mean, full it was of Lego. Next thing I know, I don't know if she was just trying to be helpful or if I was just being too whiny. Next thing I know, Nanny has dumped all these Legos out in the floor, dude. In the floor in the of stage, this waiting in the baby staging yeah, area of this waiting area. Luckily, we were the only two people in there. I'm in a pretty hospital, sure. dude. And uh, so now my Legos have been, you know tainted with hospital feet you know germs i'm gonna say man i'm anti if you were an anti-vax kid oh, you would have died man. in about two minutes yeah dude also and so i remember that put when them you legos got, in your mouth yeah well no i didn't do that but nah, i remember when you got born actually you were physically present in the world oh yeah i uh i remember going in to see you and they were like uh hey that's that's your that's your little brother you're gonna be a big brother to him forever and I was like, can we leave now? <laughs> I was like, and you was like, damn, can you? Can we return him? Yeah. Do we have to have so, the receipt or can we just... Dude, you know. this is how great our parents were and how crappy of a child I was. Oh, yeah. And maybe a lot of people do this. I don't know. I don't have any kids. I don't plan on having no kids. So I don't really care to find out. But So Josh just had been freshly born. Dude, I was like an hour old. Yeah. And I go in the room to see him and... I'm looking at him, you know, and somebody says, it's his birthday. And I was like, you know, six-year-old stupid Caleb was like, yeah, today. He was born today. I know yeah. it's his birthday. And they were like, but we're having a birthday party for you, too. And I was like, what? Yeah, dude. That's what happens. You got consolidated. I did. And I got a freaking, uh, what I get? I got some Lincoln Logs or some shit. No, no. I you got a, like I got like a construction, like, 
pretend tool set. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And dude, I remember seeing that thing. Like they showed me you. <laughs> then they showed me that tool dude, set. Dude, you thought about cutting me up with them plastic saw. Immediately, saw, I thought about how hard can I throw this hammer at that boy? <laughs> dude, he did. He did. I knew he would too. A little baby me was just sitting over there. I couldn't, you know, verbalize anything yet. Uh-oh. But I he saw was worried. Him, I, I could see him. the fear in his eyes. Dude, I saw his face. And then I saw him pick up that hammer, that little, little tight hammer. Dude, I knew he was going to try to tomahawk that thing at me. I yeah. got so nervous, I probably started crying or shit. What are the two? He either, probably did. either one, or probably both. Dude, that's funny because he still does both of those when he gets nervous now. Dude, I, I will. I'll shit my pants on command. <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, man. But I do remember that day, and I remember that I didn't really want a brother. But And I didn't – I never – once Josh was here, I never didn't want him to be here. But I also just kind of wanted to be alone a lot. Mm-hmm. Dude, I wouldn't let you do that. I was like a pug. Well, look, I'll tell you this much, like man. Like an and ultimate I companion. I was know, around your legs all the time. Uh, crawling on all fours, dude. I thought about it a lot, man, and I've never really, shit. you know, I don't know if I've, uh, we've talked about it, but I was not a great brother, and I feel like that now I am slightly better. Yeah, no doubt. And so, uh. You know, I appreciate you not giving up on me and saying, "Hey, I don't want this fatty as my brother either." Nah, man, that's not. Nah, you can't. You can't really do that. That's something with your siblings. I think everybody out there who has siblings knows. I mean, unless you just you know cut them off, and you know you don't have anything to do. You do with them. actually throw that hammer at them? Yeah. I don't know. We had a lot of people. I mean, you know, I feel like we've had a lot of you know experience with that. You know, people getting cut off and stuff. Every everybody's family's got their you know shit per se but dude i mean i can't even name the number of people in our family who have you know needed to be cut off yeah no you can't on both sides no and that's that's the thing about it you know with the uh it kind of makes it easier to not cut off people when you realize somebody who actually needs to be you know have their shins you know just popped out yeah bop off somebody's shins right quick yeah see how they figuratively you know theoretically not actually doing that but uh yeah everybody's got their own family family issues but well overall we had it uh i mean our childhood was pretty good this is kind of a you know a personal personal little biography autobiography episode just learning about your boys a little bit you know sans trey because obviously he's not here unless he's absent unless he's really really good at hiding he could be here which could be i feel like i would have heard him by now though Probably. He was squeaked out of fart or something. But he, uh, you know, I say this, we were younger. When we did start, you know, appreciating each other and not really, you know, fighting constantly, um, dude, we had some great wrestling matches. Oh, yeah, dude. You didn't even know. Nobody yeah. nobody even knew. We could have probably charged people to come watch them match. Dude, we we love some dang WWF. Man, WWF, Wrestling brother. boy. Federation. And uh, I remember us watching that, and I remember us trying all those moves that, that very clearly at the beginning of every episode said, don't try this at home. Oh, dude, we tried them, and not only did we try them, we perfected them. Dude, we did. And we were far too, you know, not athletic to be doing them. Yeah. But they looked great in our eyes. Dude, I remember one time you suplexed me on the uh, trampoline. 
I just bounced right off into the woods. Yeah, dude. We had a dang uh, trampoline that we would, you know, use. Man, we, I feel like room. we had one of the big ones. I think you can get like a 12 foot and you yeah. can also get like a 15 foot. Oh, dude, I think we had, we had the big bigger one. For sure. And, uh, and it was right, you know, kind of in the backyard, kind of down a slope near some woods. And dude, there were a bunch of times that we, you know, a lot of things happened out there, man. I, Josh got suplexed one time. Took a crazy bounce because I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Shot yeah, him right in that, the woods. I took that bump right into the woods. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember we had a neighbor boy one time named Travis. And oh, he yeah. Came Shout over. out to Travis. Travis Moon. Dude, if we can get him on the show, that would be. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Travis, you listen to this. I know you are. So yeah. whenever you get a chance, we're going to have you on the on the show. We're going to reminisce, brother. Yeah, dude. We'll get you in here and see what you remember about your boys. But, uh. I remember one time Travis came over and, um, dude, we're just going to call it like we see it. Nothing against Travis, but he wasn't the most athletic of children. No, man. And so he didn't, you know, he didn't really understand that a trampoline was basically just a big rebounding apparatus that whatever you did to it, it was going to do back to you. Well, I was going to shoot you off of there like a cannon. One time he called a weird bounce and I think he might have caught one of the double bounces. Oh, yeah. And dude. dude got up too high and like landed. With both feet in the springs of the thing. In between kinda. a spring, dude. I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. Dude, he lands and the, the trampoline tilts a little bit because he falls off, but his legs are still stuck. <laughs> so this dude's hanging there looking like a T-Rex. Oh, dude. You know, his arms can't reach the ground, but his feet can't reach the trampoline to kind of crawl himself out. So he's just sitting there in limbo like he's sitting in purgatory or some shit. Yeah, where was he even going? Like, dude, what was he, he had doing? no clue. And dude, I didn't even know how to help him. He was like, "Help, help!" <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Dude, I don't know what to do." I mean, little kid Josh was, you know, about to run, try and get my mom to help, and, yeah. and the next thing you know, that spring pops right the hell off, and he slides out yeah. like he just came out of a, chew, a tube of cheese whiz or something. Dude, I remember one time he was up under the trampoline while we were bouncing for some reason because that seems like a safe spot. Yeah, dude. And uh, the first place I think of when I see somebody <laughs> jumping on a trampoline. Let me go hop right under there. Slide under there, see what's happening. What kind of secrets are keeping down here? And I remember, you know, hitting you with a suplex or something, and boy, we almost broke that little feller's back, I think. (laughs) 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 And dude, I felt bad for him at the time, and I still feel kind of bad for him now, but. Don't get under a trampoline when there's two big boys bouncing on there. You know yeah, I mean? we weren't even as big as we are now, so we were a little bit yeah. you know, smaller back then. But, dude, I feel uncomfortable. Uh, it was probably, I can't I can't even remember when it was, probably three or four Thanksgivings ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Oh, five. yeah, yeah. Dude, when we went over to uh, our aunt and uncle's house. Yeah. And uh, they had a trampoline. Shout out to Eddie our, J. Yeah, our, uh, our cousins, Avery and Jarrett, you know, they hopefully they listen to the podcast. They're some good young fellas. Um, they got some good they, parents, they, I think. Yeah, they were they were uh, jumping out on the trampoline. So me and Caleb were like, "Man, let's go out there and you know hang out with our cousins, you know, play a little bit." And so we did, and uh, you know went out there, dude. I I, I rolled on the trampoline, mm-hmm. stood up, dude. Instantly regretted it. <laughs> I thought that thing was gonna rip yeah. like a freaking a wet napkin. Oh, dude. with me in it. It kind of looked like it was going to there for a little bit, and then dude, I remember dude. one of us picked Avery up and threw him. Now Avery's a uh, you know sixteen, seventeen. He might be 20. I don't know how old he is. He's somewhere between the ages of 15 and 20. Yeah. and But, dude, he's probably he, he's almost as tall as us. He's probably 6'2", 6'3". Mm-hmm. But he weighs about 17 pounds. Soaking wet, dude. Yeah. And, uh, dude, if he came fresh out of a pool, fully clothed, with boots on, he'd weigh about 26 pounds. Yeah. And I remember that one of us picked him up and kind of threw him on there, and, he, you know, he, he didn't like that. Nah. 
And no, then we did the like same with Jarrett, and Jarrett kind of laughed and then said something to Avery and hit him. Yeah, dude, that's, they remind me a lot of us when we were younger, yeah. dude, because I was just a shit. So was I. You know, we were both shits. And, yeah, just a big old you know, pile just getting on each other's nerves for no reason. And, dude, yeah. then once their uh, grandma, dude, I, our aunt, saw what was happening, she came outside and nearly had a freaking stroke. Yeah, dude, I uh, I remember that, and uh, I think I jumped one time on that trampoline and hit my back on the ground. Yeah. I think that's why my back's <laughs> messed up. Dude, I'll tell I you why your one. back's messed up, and I don't even know if you remember, but I remember it vividly because I got a pretty severe um, spanking for it. Um, <laughs> I, we were, uh, so in our uh, parents' old house that we grew up in, um our parents had a master bedroom and it was a, it was a bit, it was built in the eighties or something like that. So it had a, uh, like a, like a, a counter, like a yeah, vanity, yeah, like, what a you would call it, like a big old mirror and it had a sink on it. Yeah. For somebody who was spot for a know, chair doing to do makeup or whatever, you know, we're yeah. trying to practice magic in a mirror or something. But anyway, card tricks, they was, uh, there was a, you know, their bed behind it. And I remember Josh was a lot smaller than me at the time and so we would do we would wrestle anywhere there was no holds barred dude, it was like stone anywhere. cold finding booker t in that grocery store yeah. dude it was anything it was any time you gotta be ready i remember josh hopped up on that counter and uh he he was he said something and he was like let me let me splash or do something and so he did cross body that was it and so then i said uh i said all right now 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 take a uh suplex or a choke slam or something oh yeah dude it was a choke slam i remember that and too dude i grabbed that boy by the throat you know because i didn't know how to do it at the time so i actually held him by his throat nah, dude he was holding me by the neck <laughs> and, like uh, a cat yeah like a cat that had been misbehaving you know like a dog you pick up by the, the scruff of his neck now, except his was on my throat yeah now i've done that before i've picked up uh willie by his actual throat before his scruff but he uh no by his throat oh. but uh i remember picking josh up and kind of turning a little bit and just Kind of pitching him toward the bed. Oh hell yeah, dude! dude I remember that thing hitting, pow, and hearing a crack and broke the bed. Broke that we shit broke right down the middle. Some brother. box springs or like a floor joist, or we broke something. Dude, that thing cracked. First thing we do, both of us just freeze. I didn't even realize if I was hurt or not. Yeah, dude, my adrenaline was going so fast because I knew that we was in trouble. And then we heard the scream of "What are you doing?" Oh, from hell our yeah, mom. Dude. We hopped up, you know, I feel like we probably made something up. Yeah. Like I, I shut the hope chest or something. Yeah, I told Yeah, I shut a cabinet real loud. Sorry. <laughs> that was that was what it was. And then they didn't Not find that out I broke your bed. Until later, you know, that evening when they went to bed and kinda of sunk in the middle that that's what that sound was. Yeah, dude, it went from a king size mattress to a hot dog. Yeah, sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> broke that thing right down the middle. <laughs> But, dude, we had a lot of good times, man, once we got over. You know, I think it was kind of like, uh, you know, in any relationship that you, you know, when you meet somebody new, you're kind of like, eh, I don't really know if I like this guy. You know, maybe I'd. You got to you gotta prove them. They got to prove themselves. Too. Yeah, maybe I'd be a better, you know, maybe I'd like him better if he wasn't here. But then over time, you realize, hey, I kind of like this guy. You know, he's all right. Yeah, so. It's kind of like a working relationship, yeah. you know, when you when you work with somebody for a while, and you're like, dude, I don't really like them. Yeah. But then you're like, mm, you know what, they're all I've right. I've had a lot of those situations in my life. And, um, 
you know, not so much with the people that we work with now because we do actually work together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of like most of them a lot. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like a lot of them most of the time. It's like, I think that's what I meant to say. But, dude, we had a lot of good times growing up, man. And then I remember as we got older, man, we, you know, we did things together that I actually don't remember a lot about when we were, you know, middle-aged. Dude, I don't remember. I I remember from about when I was like 17. Yeah. You know, uh, and my first memories was probably around about five. Yeah. But, you know, from about 7 to 17, yeah. it's all kind of a blur. Yeah. I don't know what really what happened in those times. Dude, I remember that I used to wear a lot of Nike shirts. You I know. With yeah. the cute sayings on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember those. And uh, I remember wearing khaki shorts a lot. Yeah. Um, that were far too uh, either big or my shorts were too big mm-hmm. and my shirts were too small. <laughs> so I looked, I was a walking oddity, yeah. you know, looking like a. You know, a, a bag filled with peanut butter. You look like you might have been gifted the shirts, but then someone let you choose your own shorts in the store. <laughs> it looks like I could have cut the shirts down the side yeah. and still would have been too small. Dang. I could have cut them off. Yeah. But no, I, I, up top, I look like you just slapped a whole can of peanut butter in a Ziploc bag. Just and then on the bottom, the I look like I was wearing bell-bottom jeans. Just have them halfway up my body. Yeah, I remember uh, that I remember having a bowl cut. I remember oh, trying to yeah. cut my own hair one time and Dang. screwed that up royally, which is Dude. ironic because now I cut my own hair every day. <laughs> Dude, I remember that uh, that the the vacation we took when we were younger. We went to, uh, I don't know what beach it was, probably Myrtle yeah, Beach. Yeah. Um, dude, and you, uh, you had some long bangs oh, at the time. Bro. Dude, you got a, uh, a little sweet, uh, Jamaican lady yeah, to braid. No. no, not even, what is it, braid? I don't even know where they put the little were. beads in. So they braided Caleb's bangs, braided just my, the bangs, my bangs bro. because he had, you know, uh, you know, he had a high and tight, you know, with just about four inch long bangs on the front, yeah. just hanging down like some curtains. So his eyes wouldn't I look get like too a, hurt from a the sun. fat lesbian from the, you know, early eighties, I think. Oh yeah, dude. And they, they, they braided those and put the little beads in yeah. your hair. Dude, I thought dude I was you had them little rubber bands, dude. You made mom and dad like buy like six packs of those hundred count little rubber bands. Oh, dude, I didn't. You was going to keep them forever. Dude, I didn't ever know when I was going to run out of those. You didn't ever know when you was going to cut them bangs. No. That's what it was. I, I thought you were going to grow them down to your front sack, you know, where you carry a fanny pack at. Yeah, well. You know, all the way down. Dude, if to, I could have like you're wearing a tie. I thought you was going to yeah. wear it out that long, but, yeah. you know, I think you got tired of it. I just, you know, I'm an impatient person, dude. I didn't want to, I didn't want to wait for them to grow out that long, you know, and looking back on it now, that was probably one of the top 10 most ridiculous things I ever did. But hey, I was a kid, man. No doubt. Dude. And dude, I feel of... bad about that now too, because my parents paid like 30 bucks for me to look like a jackass. <laughs> dude, I, I I feel that same way anytime I remember getting a henna tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there ain't nothing more of a crock of shit than a henna tattoo. Yeah. Dude, you know what they I do? don't ever remember getting one that was done well. They were just no. all kind of, you know. They used a stencil, and then they yeah. just sprayed that shit on you? Dude, I remember all of them having, like, sand on them. <laughs> yeah, like. We weren't even I, at a beach. Dude, I don't know what they used. I'm pretty sure that one time we went down to one of the wings that was an yeah. independent store. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they used spray paint to do the henna <laughs> tattoos. 
I saw the dude shaking up a spray can yeah. of paint and then, you know, comes out and it looks like he's painted the spray can so I wouldn't know it was spray paint. I think that we should definitely open up a side business doing that as henna tattoos with stencils and just using spray paint. Dude, if anyone wants a henna tattoo, I will draw a henna tattoo on you with Sharpie. Dude, that thing won't wash off for about two weeks. Yeah, good luck with that. You know, if you're thinking about getting a real tattoo, come to me first. Let me draw it out for you. Yeah. You know, put it on you in Sharpie. You know, test drive it for about two weeks, and you can go get somebody to give you a real Yeah, one. save that money. Josh will charge you about a quarter of what they'll charge you at the tattoo place. Dude, I, it, if you give me 20 bucks, I'll, I will give you a whole head of hair if you're bald with a Sharpie. <laughs> Dude, we're coming up with all kind of side business ideas right now. And Dude, anybody want a side hustle, just turn on your boy's podcast. we got plenty of ideas. Ideas for days, brother. You know, one thing I thought about is people who uh, – you know, cut grass for, you know, like a lawn, lawn care, landscaping business. Mm-hmm. Dude, what if you were just super, super professional and somebody wanted their grass to be precise? Just run out there with some scissors and trim it up for them. Oh, that'd be good. Like getting that tight with it. I mean, bruh. I mean, I feel like there's a niche market for that. Dude, apparently in China, man, they have people cut grass with, you know, weird objects. But that's a, that's a story for another day. Um, you know, another good side business would be, uh, man, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm losing it. Oh, man. Don't you hate when that happens? Like you got a good idea, then it just goes. Story of my life almost every moment of every day. <laughs> man, oh, man, I got this good idea this morning. What was it? Dude, I couldn't even tell you now. Well, here at your boys' podcast, what we like to say is we're going to take a quick break, grab something to drink. We'll be back in just a few uh, mementos or uh, moments, some yeah, like seconds, that. whatever time. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. Forget about all of your worries and strife and just focus on the bare necessities with your boys. We're about halfway through this episode. We're going to uh, take a quick break. No, I'm just kidding. We came back from a break. Uh, We're going to hit up an ad real quick. Shout out to one of our sponsors, and then we will get back into, uh, you know, talking about uh, whatever the heck we've been talking about. Uh, Shout out to all our sponsors uh, sending in, you know, requests, gifts, um, you know, still no money, but. You know, it is what it is. We, uh, we, we would appreciate you know, we're not greedy. Money. You know, we're not greedy. We, uh, we're proud to shout you guys out for the, uh, the gift that you've been sending in. If you, uh, if you own a business or you have a, uh, you know, whatever, if you're a entrepreneur, you know, and you have a, you know, you sell, you know, cupcakes or some Tupperware or, you know, anything like that. And you want to shout out, you know, and, uh, yeah, you, you can get in the line. I mean, we got a long line, but, you know, about six months backed out right now, but that's all right. We'll get to you eventually. And I don't know why Trey keeps these in a hat. Uh, there's a beautiful manila folder here in front of us. But uh, today, the sponsor that we have that uh, Josh is going to tell you a little bit about is Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow with Slight Hope 
for the Future Church near Okeechobee, Florida. Josh, what do you know about Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow with Slight Hope for the Future Church uh, near uh, Okeechobee? You know, I don't know a whole lot about them. I just know that, uh, you know, they reached out to us. It kind of, we know, anytime somebody reaches out to us, we do a little research, you know, background in what they do, how they are. And, uh, you know, that's something I can totally get behind. They're doing good work down there at the uh, Lady of Perpetual Sorrow with Slight Hope church down in okeechobee florida so if you were down in the florida area i would highly suggest going there they uh i think they start off all their morning services with uh you know a little worship session um you know play music for about 20 minutes um you know not very uplifting but then you know they kind of get into it halfway through and uh you know they give you give you some hope when you leave you know it's, it's it's good they go in and you know they just keep it real with you um, they talk about, you know, uh, the world and, you know, there are a lot of bad things in the world now, you know, so they're, uh, you know, a little bit sad through the first beginning, but, uh, at the end of every service, apparently, you know, they, they hit you with a little hope to, uh, to go out with. And, uh, uh, that's, that's really all I know about them. I appreciate their patronage and, uh, you know, I think they're doing good work down there. Well, while you were given the, uh, the promo for them, I did Google them and I f- feel like this might be somebody playing a joke on us because i can't find anything about them on the internet um did you I, check facebook that's pretty much a whole nother internet let's just call it what let it me is. check facebook real quick yeah no but yeah the uh the our lady of perpetual sorrow with slight hope church in okeechobee florida evidently we appreciate that is it. a thing evidently they do have a Facebook page, so yeah, social media. Everybody's got it these days, apparently. Even you know, Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow, with slight hope for the future. Yeah, let's church. be honest though. I think they could have chose a better name for their air quotes church. Uh, I don't know what they're doing down there in that church, um, other than providing people with slight hope. But I feel like they probably handle snakes down there in that one. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Our Especially Lady down. of Perpetual Sorrow. So, are she's, they worshiping a lady who's constantly sorry? I mean, she's she's constantly down, you know, in sorrow. And they just give a little bit of hope slight for hope. the future. Just a slight amount. You think she's related to the, or married to the man of constant sorrow? I would hope so. Me too. Perpetual and constant, I feel like those are you know, acronyms. Or, well, you know, if nothing else, is. dude, they're similar. Yes. You know, so they could be congruent. Um, but I think that whip the, out your thesaurus people. Yeah, Come on, f- figure it out yourself. But I think that in constant sorrow all through his day, if they're not related, they should be because that is a hit song by uh, Dan Tominsky. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. George Clooney, A.K.A. Pretty good singer, Pasty uh, Diaper Boys. Dude, Trey was telling me that um, it's a whole big story, but apparently, um, a, a young feller that we play basketball with is one of the best fiddle players he's ever seen. And I got to thinking, well, how many fiddle players do you really know? You know, first of all, uh, but secondly. Got to looking him up, and dude, evidently he has played with uh, Dan Tominsky on some late night talk shows. Man, that is crazy. Dude, we play basketball with this guy. 
Yeah, I feel like he's probably far better of a fiddle player than he is a basketball player. Well, now there's no doubt about that. But uh, he is evidently pretty famous. He's in a band. Uh, we won't mention his name because we don't know if he, you know, really wants to be affiliated with you boys. Um, Not a lot of people do. I don't think he even knows my name, although he's passed me the ball several times, and I have shot it and made it a considerable percentage of those times. Yeah, no, I the uh, I I know I can count on one hand how many fiddle players I've ever seen. Yeah, not that I know personally, but no, I've never. I don't know, man. We uh, you know here at your boys, other than Trey. Uh, you know, me and Caleb, we don't, you know, really have any musical talent per se. No. You know, it was never something that we, uh, you know, were were uh, gifted with. Not se. really, and I don't think really anybody in our family was, um, you know, a great musician. But I'll say this, and I'll put this up against anybody that Josh and I are very, very gifted when it comes to listening to music. Oh yeah, yeah, we listen to a lot of music. We do. Dude, if there was a competition about how many musical songs that you know and can name some lyrics to, I feel like we would be, you know, in the top 25 percentile. Yeah. Easily. Probably wouldn't win, but, you know, We'd be that's all there. right. We'd place maybe, or at least get a participation trophy. Yeah. But I think that, uh, dude, some that's kind of a little known fact about our, uh, uh, we say, lineage or whatever. Everybody makes jokes about Josh and I because oh, yeah. we're pretty enormous. Yep. Relatively speaking, to most normal people, we're both six five ish, maybe a little taller. Um, you know, I weigh a considerable amount more than Josh, but we're both very large guys, and our parents are not large people. They're both, you know, five eight, five nine, you know, hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty pounds, whatever they are. Um, and so everybody's like, oh, how'd you how'd them boys get so big? Man, nobody knows. Dude, it's everybody a running had. joke that Kay used to drink a gallon of milk a day. I didn't want brittle bones, y'all. That's yeah, just dude, what he was. He loved milk when he was little. I did not We could have bought a cow, and he would have sucked it straight out of that udder he loved milk so much. I did, dude. Unpasteurized. I loved it. Yeah, whatever kind of milk it was, as long as it wasn't, you know, buttermilk. Or skim. Because that's for sinners. Yeah. Also... Uh, basically, if I could get two percent or you know one percent milk, dude, I was even whole go. milk. You was gonna drink that whole thing, yeah, dude. I want. I remember us going to the store one time when I was probably you know about ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. And you were you know in high school at that yep. time, and we got two gallons of milk. Yeah, and I questioned it. You know, eleven year old me was like, hmm, that's strange. Why are we getting two? Why we need this much milk? Why we need two gallons of milk for a week? Yeah, yeah. Little did I know we needed another gallon on Wednesday. Yeah, because Caleb drank a gallon on Monday and Tuesday. Dude, I love drinking milk, man. And I'll tell you this: if you drink milk warm or room temperature, dude, you're or a psychopath. lukewarm, yeah, you need to go. You know, you need find to a therapist in, quickly because you might be handicapped of some way. Man, I thought about that uh, the other day. You know, different cultures have different things. And, right. You know, everybody's entitled to do, you know, kind of whatever they want. Yeah, whatever. Per se. And, uh, like, hot tea? Yeah. Like, I've had hot green tea. Yeah. Dude, I remember the first time I wanted to try some hot tea. hmm And I don't know if this was a joke because my dad is pretty clever, but he told me to go get the gallon of sweet tea in the fridge, put it in a mug, and heat it up. And I yeah. did, and I drank it, and it tasted like shit. Yeah. 
And so from then on, I was like, dude, why do people in England drink this? This is bullshit. Yeah. I remember the first time I drank hot tea, I was selling cars with a gentleman named Jimmy Galbraith. And uh, he's a funny character, man. He's got a mustache like you won't believe. Dude, it's angelic. And, dude, I'll say he's a pretty good feller, I think. He's got a good son. I don't know his daughter that well, but he's got a good son who's okay a lot of times. Um, no, that's, that's a joke. They're good people. But Jim is a funny cat. Um, yeah, dude, he took pictures of me one time, I'm pretty sure. That was probably the same day I was drinking that green tea. But anyway, I mean, no, that uh, hot tea. But uh, he was... Uh, he had it at his desk at work and I was like, man, this is weird. I've never had that. I was like, Hey Jim, let me hold some of that, uh, hot tea. And so I did. And he said, now you got to steep it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Just basically dipping a sack into some warm water. Dude. I thought that was when you tossed it on the ground and stomped it, picked it up, put it back in. That's a steep. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. I guess if you want some, you know, gravel in with it. I've been wrong this whole time. But basically, I you know, I sat there and I steeped this tea for what felt like about six years. Yeah, dude, it was a long time. And then when it finally came time to actually drink the tea, I took a sip of it and it tasted like what I feel like, you know, happens at a landfill when the trash gets wet. Yep. I feel like that's kind of what it tasted like. Uh, and so I didn't like it. So I poured that out immediately. And then... uh then Jim said, hey, run up to the gas station and get me some cigarettes. And I was like, okay. And I said, what kind? And he said, I don't care. And so I immediately went to the gas station and said, what is the oldest pack of cigarettes you have in here? And they pulled out this pack of uh, camels that was black and pink from under the counter. And Dude, they said, that was their stage gag gift. Yeah, they said, we they have had it. these in here since I've been working here. And that feller had been working there, I think he said, about four years. Damn. And so I took them back to Jim and handed them to him. And he said, what is this? And I said, you said whatever, man. It didn't matter. And so that's what you got. And he said, okay. Lit the first one immediately upon lighting it. It was finished. Yeah, dude. It was so dry. Yeah. Like that tobacco had no moisture in it. No. And I'm very thankful that he didn't catch that mustache on fire because that would not have ended, you know, my joking. That lit him like a sparkler, dude. But I remember that day that uh, you came by to visit, and uh... oh yeah, man, hey, that was the uh, that was the time I was on my knee scooter. Yeah, dude, I just had ankle foot surgery. Dude, this young fella right here, he's been kind of a you know kind of a train wreck ever since he got born. Yeah, dude, I had a lot of issues at some point. You know, I had that headache. (laughs) I, you know, have flat feet that, you know, just started morphing into the ground I was standing on, you know, had to get all that fixed. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a re, you know, it's kind of been a rocky road per se. Yeah. And I've had a lot of, you know, I don't think I've had a lot of surgeries. I, I know people out there, you know, have yeah. a lot of surgery, like serious stuff. Right. All mine was bullshit, dude. <laughs> I feel like I was just being a little, you know, a little pansy about things. Well, listen, sometimes. you know what? If I'm looking at it now, I think that the good Lord was preparing us both because, you know, initially I wasn't that great of a brother. So, you know, you were you were developing some thick skin because you thought your brother might hate you. Yeah, dude, I I, I was out there like a crocodile from about age nine. Yeah. And so you developed a thick skin where you can handle the surgeries, you can handle the, you know, the the ups and downs, you know, and I helped you in preparing for that is how I justify being a bad brother. 
but also the Lord made you large and strong because now I am enormous and I am undoubtedly headed toward health problems. So no, dude, I thought I need about, someone to lift me at the nursing home. Dude, I thought about that the other day. Like, uh, you know, I know some people are obese and, you know, some people are just old and decrepit, mm-hmm. can't get around. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, why do we call old people decrepit? Dude, they, they can't, they can't, um, take normal poops. No, dude, their stool's just so soft. But I was thinking the other day about how I was, uh, you know, I am, if anyone knows me, you know, I, I'm not flexible. You know, nobody would really know that, Mm -hmm. but I'm just telling you now, I feel like I'm the human version of the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) So, like, put it in perspective, I can't sit crisscross applesauce. Yeah, dude, and let's call that what it is. That's Indian style. If you've ever seen anyone sit like that, it's called Indian style. Indians, if you're offended by that, get over it. Yeah, grow a pair, dude. You should be way more concerned with who's preparing your headdresses and sharpening your tomahawks. Yeah, or who's putting chips in those machines at your freaking casino? So back it down a notch. Yeah, yeah, I took. I'm pretty it sure you guys have overserved a lot of people. So you time. can't sit Indian style. No, I can't. I can't sit. My knees won't allow it, and mm-hmm. my hips won't allow it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I was I was getting Naomi prepared for it when mm-hmm. we're old. You know, just letting her know that you know we're probably gonna have to invest in one of those little uh, little chair. Uh, things that go up the steps yeah lift chair um, yeah a lift chair that goes up the steps i'm gonna have to get one of those at about 30 mm-hmm. um yeah. i went ahead and prepared a walk-in uh you know laid out a blueprint for a bathroom mm-hmm. you know that doesn't have any uh any type of uh like step over yeah no into lips, the tub no Dude, you're gonna walk in, in our bathroom there's gonna be a drain in the middle of the floor like it's at the yeah. ymca yeah that's gonna be our bathroom a shower head just sticking out of one of the walls yeah and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going ahead and preparing for that cause I'm not flexible, right. which is, you know, kind of hilarious, but I've been trying to, you know, work on it. By, yeah. You know, I haven't been trying to work on it to be honest with you. Well, that's okay. And I don't think you should, but no, eventually when we get old, yeah, we're going to have to, uh, hire some movers Yeah, uh, and they're going to come in and be like, all right, you know, you want you, your master, you know, sweet packed up first and be like, nah, take me first. Yeah. They're going to be like, huh? And I'll be like, yeah, pick me up. Yeah, take Gerald. me to where I need to go. Gerald, put me in the back of the yo, two men in a truck, truck, and let's get out <laughs> yeah, of here. Yeah. And take me to the nursing home. <laughs> right. And I think as long as we got some, you know, heavy-duty rascal scooters, we'll be just fine. That's a that's a question that begs an answer. You know, are there different sizes of rascal scooters? Dude, there has to be. If, I mean, you know, there, there's, there's like some people at the Walmart who get on those little wheelchairs that they definitely don't need them. They just get on them because they're fat. Oh yeah, dude, I saw a woman in there weighed easily 855 pounds. Dude, so, soaking wet or not? Not even not wet even at all. Just dry. dry. Nah, dude, just like sandpaper dry. That fat, dude, you know they're sweating. Dude, come on, man. She weighed. If I had to guess. She weighed at least as much as a six-month-old horse, and I don't like horses, and I didn't like that lady. Dude, but she I could tell like a that 1996 she was Toyota Tercel. Yeah, sitting on a jazzy. Yeah, weighing down one of the wheelchairs at the Walmart, dude. Like, come on, man. Nah, but, anybody who gets offended about that, we're fat, so you can suck it. There you go. Yeah. Also, if you get offended by that, you probably the one weighing down the damn Walmart wheelchair. So why don't you quit doing that? And those are for reserved for old and disabled people, not just fat disabled. Yeah. 
It's bad enough you get to park up front, boy. They should have a, you know, and look, maybe I'll be in that parking spot soon. Maybe I should be in it now. But, dude, they should have a fat person parking spot at the end of the parking lot. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, start abusing the system. Just, you know, go apply for my handicap placard. Mm-hmm. You know, what's wrong with him? You know, he can't bend real well. Yeah. That's it. That's it, dude. He's not real bendable. He's not like Gumby. No, dude. Well, I'm pretty sure Gumby was made out of Play-Doh, so that's probably why. Yeah. He's some, a human. Yeah, some kid ate him, and that's why the show got canceled. Yeah. I didn't like, what were we talking about? Oh, oh, oh. I was telling people why we were big. Yeah. Uh, you know, we like to eat. No, no, no. We uh, apparently, at some point in our family, and I don't know if it was, you know, great-great-grandparent or great-great-great-great you That's know. a long line. It was somewhere up in there. Though. Yeah. It was not our grandfather, not our great-grandfather, so it was somewhere above there. Yeah. There was a gentleman, uh, and I don't remember his his real name, was like Cecil, you know, something gay like that, mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know. Yeah, do something like Jasper. Yeah. Shit, that was his name. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Ah. That was his name, dude. His uh. name was Jasper, and uh, which is my middle name for all you identity thieves out there. There you go. Um his name was Jasper, and he was apparently seven feet tall and weighed 400 pounds. And he was the sheriff of Anderson County in South Carolina. Man. So if you look up Big King, Anderson County Sheriff, you'll find him, and you'll find a picture of him. You'll find so our, help me God, uh, if someone says, you look like him, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, dude. We uh, I think that's definitely where we got it at, because literally no one else... No, no we don't one even have like our cousins aren't even that big. No, I mean nobody's you know nobody's none of. Them. I, I don't know why it happened to be us. Yeah, you know I don't know if we just got that lucky genetic, you know roulette or what. But. Dude, I think the Lord when He was up there making us, He was like, look, these boys is gonna kind of be the only normal boys in the family. And there you go. You know, at least on one side. So yeah. we need. Uh, we need to make them sharp. You know, we need to make them stronger so they can carry that weight. Make mm-hmm. them big boys, you know. Little did we know that we was actually going to be carrying a lot of weight. You know, double entendre. Oh. That's not the right word, but it sounded good. But, uh, dude, I think that we are definitely... Uh, I don't know, man. That thought kind of escaped me a little bit. No, man. Now, we're still on this, uh, you know, we're kind of giving you guys a little background of who we are, who you yeah. boys are, um, just so, you you know, you have a little insight on kind of how we grew up, why we think, uh, you know, we have some stories that uh, we can tell that, you know, everyone can relate to in some, you know, type of way. Everybody's got that cousin they hated or, you know, that neighbor they hated or, you know, some funny stories about how they, you know, fought with their siblings. And listen, I don't Everybody's even think, that. you know, I don't want to put names out there with it, but obviously the people who listen to our podcast are, uh, some of them are family and some of them are going to hear this and know who we're talking about. But dude, there are definitely some things that our family members, you know, not outside of our immediate family, obviously, but our family members have done that have been questionable. Oh, yeah. We had a relative once who lived, uh, in a barn. Yeah. Man, that, uh, yeah. We also had a relative one had time. The horses who, in the back. Yeah. This person lived in the front. Horses lived in the back. It's kind of a, like a duplex almost. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we had another one who, uh, you know, I think they were out there trying to cast spells on people, man, doing magic. You know, they, they probably were, and they weren't successful at it. I don't think, um, because, you know, they ended up, you know, not being a magician. Mm -mm. So that David Copperfield in this family, baby. No, no, sir. No. Do we got, you know, uh, one person in our family who just kind of really never got their shit together, you know, Mm -hmm. just kind of mills about and does whatever. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, figuring it out for the past 57, eight years. Yeah. Who knows how old they are. Just day by day, baby. Yeah. And when anytime you ask, well, how's so-and-so doing? Oh man, their life is amazing. Yeah. Cause they don't do nothing. It couldn't get better. Like, it, I mean, it could, you know, if they, if anyone knew what they did, but, uh, there's a, you know, we got some other people in our family, man, dude, I know that, you know, this one person on the, and we're not going to tell which side of the family cause we don't want to offend nobody. And, you know, we also kind of like it as a little game, you know, if, if our family yeah. members are listening, they're like, man, is it me? Yeah. Like, if you think it's you, man, right it could now. be. Man, if that shoe fits, lace it up, yeah. you know? Put that thing on and, you know, kick somebody with it. We have feet. Kick some sand in somebody's face. You know, uh, we do, we got, uh, you know, a certain section of our family dude is full of beings, bro. And I'm not talking about humans. Yeah, buddy. You know, and I don't know what the hell's happening over there, but dude, it's like, there's like seven or eight granddaughters, man. And, you know, six out of the seven, you know, are beings. And there ain't nothing wrong with that if they want to be that. I'm not judging anybody by any means, but dude, it's just, you know, strange how it kind of fit that they are all, you know, related over there. Just on that one, the, on the, the one little, little section. Dude, I think everybody's family's got, uh, you know, when you think about it, you think about your extended family. And, you yeah. know, if you don't have an extended family, I feel, you know, a little bit sorry for you. And then also, you know, a little bit jealous. But, also, uh, if you don't have an extended family, what did you do that was so bad that you got? That's what I do. When I see homeless people, I think, what happened in your life? How did you make so many bad turns that your family said, we don't want nothing to do with you? Dude, that's a snowball effect right yeah. there, if I've ever seen one. Dude, and I've never seen two homeless people get in a snowball fight, but if I, I would imagine it's something like that, you know, oh. just hurling like insults at each other like oh you remember what you did to your father huh mm-hmm. yeah they're not well, even they're not even really throwing actual snowballs they're yeah, throwing I insults. swear to god if you step near my tent brother <laughs> man, i'll end you yeah dude what about freaking how, how do you how do you even get to the point of living in a tent full-time Dude, I don't know, man. I, I know that... Uh, you I don't know, even get in a tent when I camp. You know, Los Angeles, man, they got a lot of homeless people out there, and I feel like 90% of them went out there and was like, man, I'm going to move to L.A. and I'm going to make it big. Yeah. That yeah. Work? Make it right under that big overpass. <laughs> and uh, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to sleep right under that big highway. There you go right there. I don't think that most people even know what they're doing when they're... I don't know. No, man. I, the, uh, man, we had a, we had a good childhood. Like you said, dude, I didn't even, for the longest time, I thought Caleb was just, you know, real, uh, real quiet. I thought he might have been deaf and dumb. 
Yeah, I didn't and talk dude, a lot. Dude, turns out he hated me. Well, no, I didn't no, necessarily not at the time. hate Josh, but I hated, no, the, hated me. <laughs> the idea of you know anyone else being near me. Dude, I tell you, man, when I was a baby, I remember uh, like the like we were talking about earlier. I remember you pushing in my soft spot like it was yesterday. <laughs> now listen, dude, that's a that is a myth. Uh, no, I never actually pushed in your soft spot. Dude, have you ever seen those uh, little fart things? They sell it like the Dollar General, the little putty stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can push in and it makes a fart sound. Yeah. Yeah, that was you with my soft spot. No, well. No, nah, dude. You you were trying to see what was in that head. Dude, why would they tell a six-year-old, hey, you can hold him, but be careful. Also, don't touch his soft spot. Dude, it's like this one area. And then tell me exactly where not to touch dude, they it. they drew a circle around it with a Sharpie. Yeah. And told you not to touch it. Dude, don't. that's like They put a line like, through it. Don't like touch asking, this. asking a fat dude not to eat a candy bar. Yeah, like, dude. I'll eat a candy bar if you put one near me. Yeah. Like, I could smell a candy bar from about 60 feet away. And Easy. Yeah. And what does Caleb do, dude? He freaking puts his whole fist in my skull. Well... It did. He did. He he tried to reach in there and you know, like he was taking the the seeds out of a pumpkin. I just wanted to see if he actually had brain in there. He I will. I did. I think that's why, you know, I'm a little bit uh a little bit learning impaired sometimes. You know, that's that all came from Caleb pushing in that spot well, soft spot. Look, man, it's neither here nor there. You still gotta, you know I can function well. I mean yeah, my motor okay. functions are okay, but you know. Dude, I bet you probably still got a soft spot up there. Dude, I do. And uh, you can see it a lot better now that my hair's thinning. So yeah. don't be touching it. <laughs> well, don't, listen, dude, don't do it. <laughs> don't fall asleep around me is all I'm saying. Because I will not touch you inappropriately, but I cannot promise you that I won't touch your soft spot. Man, we uh, we had a pretty good, good setup at uh, the house we grew up in. We had a big old basement. Oh, man. And, man, it was a, uh, well, I had a den down there and we had a... Uh, Listen, in all seriousness, I never pushed his soft spot in, so everybody calm the hell down. Yeah, no, I don't think he did. I'm actually kind of concerned that he did, but he don't it know. didn't affect me long he term. Don't know. But we had a big old basement down we there. We did. And, um, dude, for the longest time, I was scared as shit to go in the basement. You know Nobody how you are when a kid. Nobody wanted to go to the basement, dude, dude. you know how you are when you're a kid? Like, the monster's down in the basement. You know how it is. It's just dark down there. Yeah. It's real cold normally. Yeah. It was below ground, so, you know. And then we realized when we got older, it's like, man, you know what? We can actually use this, you know, as like a, a play area. Yeah. You know, we had two bedrooms down there. One was like the size of a, a freaking living room. Yeah. Had a sliding glass door to it. We That's both awesome. had bedrooms in there at one point. Yeah. Dude, I remember uh, playing dodgeball in oh, there yeah. with some dodgeball. It was that big. Yeah, like, I mean, enormous. as a kid, you know, that's huge. Yeah. Um, dude, I remember playing dodgeball in there, and I remember – uh, slipping one time and almost hitting my head on that rock wall. Yeah, one of the walls in there was a stone wall and kind of had like a uh, a little ledge, you know, a foot by foot ledge at the bottom where there was a uh, wood burning stove, you know, to, to bring warmth into the house because obviously it was so cold. Yeah, dude, it was freezing down there all times. It was. It was nice, but uh, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, Josh almost kind of, you know, ended his own life against that rock wall that time. Man, there was a lot of a lot of almost accidents down there. One time, Caleb was living in the uh, the bed the bedroom down there, the uh, the den area, the bigger one, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a, we had a sliding glass door mm-hmm. down there, you know. So we'd open it up, go under, you know. There's a little uh, little concrete area. We'd go under, kind of patio chill, out, out there if you want to. Yeah, and so we'd go out. Well, man, we opened up this. Uh, 
I don't even know, remember why we did. We were moving something in or out, maybe a mattress or something like that. And uh, dude, squirrel runs right in the room. Oh man, dude, I remember. I remember, that. remember, it was like it was yesterday, dude. Yeah, and so there was a. Uh, well, no, maybe I'm thinking about a different time. I remember one time that I was uh, I was living in there, and uh, the wood burn the 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 stove that you burned wood in to bring in warmth. It uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It had a um. Oh yeah, an exhaust an exhaust yeah, an that exhaust went into too, the yeah. stone wall to the chimney, and uh, I had left or something and came back. And um, went downstairs, and some of my stuff was knocked over. And I thought, man, this is weird. And so immediately, you know, I went to my little brother and said, hey, hey, you been knocking over my stuff? And he was like, no. And then I threatened to hit him, and he was like, stop, I didn't do it. No, dude, I, I would never do that then. You know, now I might do it just to be and then, And so I thought, well, man, I wonder what it was. What kind and so of ghost it, came in here and yeah. got me. And so it was a little dusty down there, you know, because it was underground or something. And I remember I had a, a TV stand that had black glass shelves on it. Oh, yeah. So you could see all the dust on there. So I could see the and dust. And we didn't dust very much. No. Nah, what is it? Why waste time with that? So anyway, I remember checking out the... Uh, TV stand and I see these little these little prints on it like something's been milling about down there and I was oh, like man what is this what kind of foot is this oh, yeah, dude. I thought is this a bird you know is this a plane I didn't know dude and then I found out boy real quick there was a squirrel done got loose in there and I looked over to the exhaust for the chimney and it was loose and I thought man so some squirrel had done suicide dive down our chimney hit the right spot, busted that thing open, now was loose in my bedroom. Little did Caleb know that was actually a matrix squirrel. Yeah. Snuck down in there. Secret agent man. Coming down squirrel. there to steal my, you know, deodorant. Identity. Or no. identity. Yeah. No, that was that was scary, man. How how did we uh the way we got that out was was actually pretty interesting. We uh yeah. I remember a shovel being involved. Well, so we a went down there rake and um Carrie uh, was my girlfriend at the time. She had uh, came back to the house with me. And I, once I realized there was a wild animal loose in there, I said, hey, go out of here and shut the door and tell Josh and my dad to come down here. Yeah, buddy. And so Josh and my got dad. The full team. Yeah, dude. We, hey, it was us three versus this squirrel. Dude, it was. In the den of our basement in our home. Yeah. You know, we had, had a home intruder we had to deal with. Yeah. And, dude, you don't want to see them king boys if you're intruding in our homes. Yeah, no. And so, you know, we, we tried to figure out how can we get this squirrel out? Maybe we can just open this giant glass door and it'll run out on its own. Well, that little squirrel had better idea. It said, you know what? I'm here for the fight. Mm-hmm. So I remember I grabbed a shovel. Josh, I believe, had a golf club. No, dad, our, our dad had a golf club. I had yeah. a broom. That was it. Josh had the broom and dad had a golf club and a top of an apple box. Yeah, buddy. We was going to trap that squirrel. Yeah. And so the plan was to put the apple box on top of the squirrel, I guess kind of tip it over, and then throw it outside. Dude, we was going to slap shot that squirrel outside like a hockey puck. Well, dude, isn't that what happened? I remember that. Oh, no, it was. We moved something. One of us reached under the bed and kind of moved like a shoebox or something, and it darted out. 
And for whatever reason, I thought it would be a good idea to try to stab the squirrel with the shovel. Dude, he tried to cut that squirrel in half with a shovel. I nearly cut him in half. Like it was a snake. Yeah. And he ran away, and I remember him running around a little bit. And the next thing I know, he kind of came toward Josh, and Josh took a swing like he was damn Wayne Gretzky out there and shot that thing out the door. Dude, I did. We had that sliding glass door open. I saw the, uh, you know, open net, and I was like, bam. Yeah. Wham! Right and it out was there, dude. it was intense, man. I also remember one time a uh, a bird fell down in the fell down the chimney in the wood burner stove that we weren't using at the time. Yeah, thank God for that bird, right? Yeah, and it yeah. died in there, dude, and it smelled awful yeah, for about buddy. three days. <laughs> you know what's weird though? And Side hustle, pet crematorium. Oh, now listen, there this this right here blows some people's mind, man. We took that, you know. About three months later, we took that wood burning stove out. Mm-hmm. No bird in there. Oh, dude, we hadn't even used it. Where'd it go? That thing's just missing. Dude, you know the uh, the wall covers you have for those exhaust, you know, uh, vents that go out. There's just a yeah. hole in the wall after yeah, you yeah. take the stove out. Dude, I thought for about two years that you would tape the paper plate up there because <laughs> they look like paper look plates, like dude. Paper I thought plate. he had duct tape a paper plate. To hold that, hold that, uh, that thing closed. Oh man, I just really didn't want any more, you know, varmints getting down in there, especially when I was in their sleep. No, that was some vermin yeah. trying to intrude on us. Yeah, dude, I didn't want a little marsupial getting lost up there on the roof and falling down in there while I was asleep and trying to, you know, attack me or molest me while I was sleeping. That's a good reason why. I didn't want that to happen. But I think that, dude, we had a lot of good times in that house. And we could tell stories for days, man. We could keep going. and um, Man, we could bore y'all for about eight hours yeah. with stories about our childhood. But, yeah. you know, we're not going to do that to you. Some of them are, you know, I, we we think are pretty hilarious. Maybe it's, you know, kind of had to be their type thing. You well, know, if you're not laughing that, at them. I think that if you know us and you can just visualize us maybe doing something, you know, like me almost cutting a squirrel in half with a shovel or Josh, you know, slap shotting a squirrel directly out a door. Oh know? yeah, dude. Or, uh, or me, you know, even if you just picture us now wrestling, just me picking Josh up and throwing him, you know, on a bed and it breaking. I think it's still funny now, even if you didn't know. Oh, it would be even funnier now. As, yeah. When we were children, dude, the problem I feel like sometimes is, when I roll in my bed at night to go to sleep at my break. So yeah, yeah definitely. If I came running and jumped, I feel like I could break any bed. Well, I was on vacation last week, and dude, uh, on that bed, when I uh, rolled over, I felt for sure like this thing might tip over. I didn't, I didn't inspect the uh, the bracing. No, I didn't. And that, you know, I think that's a good story that we can end on. Is uh, we took a trip one time to. Oh, yes, Gatlinburg. Yeah, Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg slash Pigeon Forge slash Sevierville Somewhere slash up there. up there in the mountains that everybody knows in Tennessee. Yeah, or if you're just kind of stupid, you say, oh, I'm going to Tennessee, and, like, that's the only place in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, but we went up there and had a cabin rented with our grandparents, and um, we rented a cabin, and it had a air hockey table yeah it had an air ho- it had a couple things i think it had yeah. a pool table air hockey table and a hot tub and you know if you go up to a cabin in tennessee and they don't have one of those things oh, you picked dude. a wrong cabin yeah you did you picked a cabin where people just go to do you know 
unspeakable things. Yeah, just some gross things, yeah. I would imagine. But no, we went up there and, uh, you know, had a good week. That was the first time I realized I was fat. Um, <laughs> yeah. dude, I remember like it was yesterday, you know, my grandpa, he was a, a cranky old man. God rest his soul. He was a good dude when he wasn't cranky and old. Um, yeah, I mean, he was a good dude, you know. He was a good too. grandpa. Yeah, he was a good grandpa. To, to Caleb. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I was, uh, you know, I was probably about 11 or 12. Yeah. Dude, a lot of stuff happened when I was 11 or 12. I, I said well, I didn't remember a, it earlier. But it was I, an eventful time. You know, kind of, I remember it. Those, those kind of, you know, things mold you to who you are. And, dude, that's when I knew I was walking outside to the car, had a, you know, a great morning, ate breakfast with my grandparents, yeah. you know, was, you know, Everything we, was were, going we were going out to, you know, go shop at some shops and kind of look around, get some fudge, maybe have a good little day. You know, yeah. me, 12 year old, I was looking forward to some pumpkin fudge. Oh, dude, he was, he was ecstatic about this fudge. Dude, he so was I come hauling, hauling butt out of the house there. And, you know, little 12 year old me, I was a chunky kid, but, you know, I'd never, you know, really cared about it yeah. before. And, dude, I was just walking to the car, almost slipped on a little piece of ice because, you know, in Gatlinburg, it snows about, you know, 10 months out of the year, apparently. Yeah. So I slip on a little bit of ice and catch myself. Dude. Didn't fall down. He caught himself. Dude, I caught myself. Yeah, I was was still athletic a little bit back Mm -hmm. then. But, uh, you know, it wasn't, you know, half a second later. I didn't even know anyone saw me do it. And then my grandpa cuts out. Uh, right behind me. I didn't even know he was there. All I hear is, better watch yourself, fat boy. I said, dang. Dude, my jaw couldn't have been any closer to the ground. Yeah. I was like, wait, was he talking to me? <laughs> Turned around. He was looking right at me, dude. Wasn't no mistaking it. I'm like, dang, man, he just called me fat. And then I realized, damn, I am kind of fat. And you know, from then on, I just kind of been fat. And that's... I'm cool with that. You know, he was calling it like he saw it. He spoke that into existence, I think. Dude, he did. But, no, I, you know what? I look back on it now and I laugh because how savage that shit was. Yeah, yeah. Because, dude, I would not do that to a, you know, 10 no. or 12 year old now, dude. You'd get crucified if you did that. Yeah. You know, because you can't, you know, you can't do that to kids these days because, you know, kids are a little bit weaker. Than Check our last episode if you need a refresher on that. Uh but no, man, I, I laugh at it now because, dude, he didn't give a shit. Nah, dude. And he said, man, my grandson is a fat-ass little roly-poly looking some bitch. So he almost fell on some ice. Let me call him out real quick. Yeah. Watch it there, fat boy. And, dude, I don't even know if he put that much thought into it. I think he might have just had a, you know, not a great morning and yeah, just dude. had to take it out on somebody. And you were the victim because there you were. Dude, and that wasn't even the worst part of that weekend. Not even close, dude. So we get we get back from, it might have been that same night. We get back from the, uh, the shopping going out. And, you know, me being little me, you know, I wanted to, you know, play some air hockey. Dude, we're just going to call it like it was. This was one of the worst vacations we ever went on. Yeah, dude. I I don't even think we've been back to Gatlinburg since then. That's been 10, 12 years. Yeah, not as a family, I don't think. Mm-mm. No. But no, the, uh, so we get back and, you know, I didn't like pool at the time because I was 10, 12. That wasn't fun. Yeah, he wasn't and, an you alcoholic. Know, you know, then, you know, I didn't want to get in the hot tub because I was afraid I'd be called out for being a little fat ass. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, let's play some air hockey. And so we did, you know, me and Caleb, Caleb, you know, takes the time out. He's, you know, probably 17, 18 at the time, you know, getting known good dang well. He didn't want to play air hockey with his 12 year old brother, but he did because he was being a good brother. Finally took him long enough. At, uh, at the, uh, the time we were just playing next thing we know, 
hit one in, you know, score a point or whatever, however you keep scoring air hockey these days. <laughs> dude, one of the legs on the air hockey table blew right out. Blew out, dude. It was like it just blew a kneecap out of an air hockey and table. And it was one of the, the legs. It didn't have like four legs on it. It had like two legs and they were kind of angled, right? So when the one side went out, dude, the whole thing hit the ground. Oh, yeah, dude. We thought we had broke that air hockey and table. Dude, and we had. Yeah, we had broke I mean, it. You know, we broke it. And that thing had, uh, dude, some of the wood was splitting on the side from where it fell. Just imagine an Ikea shelf, like, being blown up by an M80. That's what it looked like. Yeah. And that's the second time you used an M80 reference in this episode. So, yeah, no more. So, well, but, it was like a it was like an electric current went through a IKEA shelf. But anyway, it was uh, you can use it as many times as you want to. There's no, no do it. But I uh, I think that what happened was is I leaned on the table and I am enormous and what and it fell over and uh, immediately I'd already been having a terrible vacation because dude I love my grandparents. Um. But they're not real great to go on vacation with a lot of times. Man, everybody's got their quirks and, you know. That's just it. I think grandparents are, they're grandparents for a reason. You see them for, you know, a couple hours at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, at the most a day at a time. Yeah, you ain't spending a whole week with Right, them. but this has been like four or five days and, you know, Josh had already learned that he was a little overweight and I was and just I waiting just... on mine to come because I feel like, you know, something had already been said about, you know, why is he eating so much? You know, to me, all the food. Yeah, where's all of our snacks going? Um, so anyway, I God, I had like four oatmeal raisin cookies in here, and I, there's only one left. I got too excited and leaned on the table, and it broke. And when it did, boy, we thought. Now we were leaving the next day. Oh yeah, I remember that. Have been at a worse time. Yeah, and so now we didn't want to tell our parents. If I remember it correctly, we didn't want to tell our parents that we had no, broken. Hell no, because we had already upset them. For some reason, I feel like they were mad at us also because we were upsetting our grandparents. Yeah, which is probably <laughs> the case. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what happened. We probably did something. We were being children that we shouldn't have been. Yeah, you know, fat. Yeah, apparently. So we. Josh and I had to figure out how to fix this table. Dude, we fandangled that thing back together. So basically what we did was, is since I was the bigger, you know, stronger one at the time, I laid down and lifted the table. Mm-hmm. And Dude, he did a reverse push-up with an air hockey table. Yeah, and Josh, you know, weaseled under there. I don't know how he got under there because I barely got under there. Yeah, I don't either. And he, uh, dude, he sat the legs up. And we balanced that table on those legs. Oh, yeah, dude. Have you ever, uh, I, I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but do you ever tried to, uh, like, sit a can of Coke, like, drink a little bit out of it, sit on its side? That's what that air hockey table was doing. It's exactly what it was you doing. You know, a brisk gust of wind could yeah. jump through and blow that thing right dude, over. Dude, if an old person sneezed the right way in there, could knock that thing right over. Dude, I can't imagine. That was a... Uh, that was the the highlight of the trip. Us, you know, fan dangling that back together it was basically like a big old trap for somebody who ever crawled under that. Actually, yeah. you know what? We're not gonna say that because you know it might be you know statute of limitations. Somebody did die under there. We could be, yeah. But now nah, we good. But the funny thing is, dude, is to this day, I think about that, and I think that the next day when we checked out, that. The maid or whoever went in after to clean up stuff. Oh yeah, dude! Just barely bumped that thing and With it fell. Or something. Yeah, fell. they thought they broke it. Yeah, dude, they thought that they had destroyed that thing. And little did they know that they were just a two 
couple Husky boys in there getting a little too excited about it, scoring a point in their hockey. And it actually did. broke it. That was good. That was a, uh, you know, that was an interesting time for us. Now, if we call somebody their job, you know, because they broke their air hockey, you know, we would feel bad about that. But also, we don't know about it, so we don't. Yeah, we apologize if it happened and if it didn't, you know. I hope that air hockey table is still sitting there and people have used it for the last 12 years. Me too. That's dude. what I'm hoping. Look, I just hope that we don't accidentally book that same cabin whenever oh, dude, we go. I feel go. like that would be something we ha- that happens to us. <laughs> whenever we go we up totally for our – remote podcast up there in the uh the mountains of tennessee you know if you're ignorant or if you're not you know pigeon forge (laughs) so um i think that's about it man i think we've touched on a lot of topics today i think we have told a lot of stories that you know a lot of people can enjoy maybe yeah hopefully you guys got some enjoyment out of our uh our childhood because it was you know it was all right up until that time you found out you're fat yeah, and then after that, it was kind of downhill for a little bit. Yeah, but, dude, yeah. then he rebounded. He became a personal trainer, a professional wrestler, a mixed martial artist. Uh, dude, he's wrestled countless kangaroos, dude, tipped over a what, number of cows. The proudest achievement I ever have is, you know, getting certified in uh, balloon animals. I mean, dude, I, yeah. that was the that was the thing that pushed me over the edge. And this young fella right here, dude, he could make a, you know, a silly serpent out of a, you know, blue long balloon if regular he had to balloon dude i can make a balloon anim- animal out of a regular balloon yeah so so if you need somebody to come through your party and whip up some you know fresh inflated animals holla at your boy josh not caleb because i don't i'm not that good with the you know balloon art it's I basically art, just see a balloon and immediately think how high can my voice get that's what i think can i fit all that air in my lungs yeah you know another thing you can do uh, with balloons, if you're talented enough, is you can uh, put them out in the yard and you can just.